Need a quick hit of Marketing Smarts inspiration? Here it is. We have lifted portions of our Marketing Smarts episodes for those of you who need a quick jolt of marketing savviness right now. Refer to the description for how to find a longer form version. And with that, here it is. We have a very special guest today to give his unique perspective on how he and his team create digital content people want to watch. And in this case, it's a very discriminative fan base. And that is the one and only Dan Gad, Senior Director of Digital Strategy at the Atlanta Falcons. Hi, Dan. Hey, Anne. Hey, April. Great to be on with you guys. I'm very excited about this. Uh, we're super excited to have you and to get all of that flair from the Atlanta Falcons. So this is going to be great. So let's go ahead and jump into the framework for creating digital content people want to watch. And in all transparency, this is actually Dan's framework because, as we said, Dan is the expert. So we love it for its simplicity, its clarity, its focus, and most of all, it really works, as Dan's going to talk about. So without further ado, let's jump in to the framework for creating digital content people want to watch. The first is research, the very first thing you need to do. And it's so important to define your audience because you need to figure out who's actually gonna drive your business. Because as we talked about, it's a very crowded space and there is a ton of content creators that you're gonna be competing with. Dan, tell us how you guys deal with research. Yeah, 100%. So, and, um, and I probably should have given a little more introduction up front, but I, I have a team of just fantastic content creators. And this, um, when we started talking about, one of the things that we wanted to do when I got here was really kind of overhaul and, and move the team forward uh, from, in the digital content landscape. And a big part of that, actually the center of that, one of the things that we wanted to do was make sure that our content creators um, realized that they weren't just a videographer. They're not just a writer or a graphic designer but they are content creators, which means they are responsible for knowing the audiences and knowing what is working with those audiences and and ultimately responsible for the performance of the content. And so a big part of that is the research side of that. And what, when we're doing this, um, and as we'll go through all five of these steps, but the, the research part is really about the performance. It is. And when we talk about performance, we're looking at on a per post basis because Large numbers of aggregate um, interactions are great, or large numbers of interactions of article views is fantastic, but you're 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 not going to have everybody remember every post that you put out. So we you're you're going to have those. It, there are going to be certain things that you do that will have more impact than others, and we want to be hitting those at a at a higher rate. So for us, it really is looking at things that help us see the landscape on a per post basis and really try to drive um, a lot. We'll look at, so for instance, in the NFL, we will use tools that allow us to look across all of teams and really, and we can do this um, across any sport or any kind of like grouping of, uh, of content producers that we wanna to put together. And then we'll be able to go in and see their overperforming posts. We'll be able to see the things that drove the highest interaction rates. And basically we'll be able to see the things that generated the biggest reactions from people so that we have a sense of what is driving that performance. And, and the, the reason that we do this is, and I think there's a landscape part of this that is really central um, to, this, to this mindset. And that's with this framework to be fully transparent started as a creative process, but we really look at it more uh, in the five steps that we're going over today. We really look at it more as a, as a mindset shift in the organization, particularly with our content creators that we needed to make. And um, I think, and you know, my background, obviously we worked together mm-hmm. when you were at Tide and, 
when I, you know, even when you and I worked together or before that, when I was with the Chicago Bears, getting content seen was a lot easier. Mm-hmm. It is harder now than ever uh, because the, the, the content landscape has become so fragmented uh, by, by really personal choice, right? Uh, you, people spend time now on Netflix, on Hulu, on YouTube, across social platforms. It's not, it's not just broadcast television or cable. There are so many options and people's interests are driving that, that landscape. And so, you know, back in like 2012 and when, and I'm dating myself for a little bit, I've been in the content game for a long time, but at that time it was a lot easier to get in front of people with content. Um, you know, Facebook's algorithm at that time was not as strict as it is now. Um, there was, there were fewer content creators, there were fewer channels and, uh, it, it's it's harder that it's a very crowded landscape with a lot of platforms and a lot and probably the biggest change is the number of content producers, including the platforms themselves, who are really really good. So the research part becomes extremely important because you're it you, you can't just say that yeah we're going to produce this thing and it's going to get seen anymore. Uh, we have to know what is going to drive reactions, and so one of the foundational things that we've tried to really get our organization to understand, but particularly our content creators is there is no reach without reaction. Uh, if we're not, if we're not putting things out that cause people to react and talk about it or share it or, or, or stay and watch the video, stop in a feed and watch a video for longer uh, periods of time. Even when you put, if you, if you, even if you try to boost content that isn't working and put money behind it, it's, you're just not going to get the same return because there is so much in people's feeds now, and there's so many options that it really has become a street fight for attention. So the first thing that we have to know is what are those factors that are going to get people to stop and react to this content? Because on Facebook, when they serve it now, if the first batch of people don't react to it, they're going to stop serving it. On Twitter, your shelf life is going to be very minimal if you're not getting driving retweets. On YouTube, if you're not getting people to watch the video for a long time, it's not going to get seen. And even when you try to put money behind it, it's, it's your results are not going to be as good as if you're putting money behind great content that really excites people. So I, I think you bring up a couple really good points there. First is the mindset shift that has had to happen around the idea of everybody being content creators versus yeah. whatever role they serve. Yeah. My background is, you know, as, as all of you guys listening know, I, I'm the agency side of things, right? And so just mm-hmm. like everywhere else, when things shifted and became very digital, and, and then I think you make a, a second good point, which is that it just blew up from there. And how do you change the mindset of the people that are working on the actual work to not be like, okay, it's almost like an assembly line, right? So I come up with the idea, I write the copy, I put the image in, and then it just all rolls from there. And we have a packaging template and, you know, everything's great. Whereas now, I think your other big point here that, you know, I took note of is no reach without reaction. So not only now do you need to be serving up content all the time and have that team aligned doing so, but you have to be able to get people to take notice and want to interact with it. And it is just such a crowded space. You're exactly right. And that, that, is, um, that is what we're – I think our content creators, right, get that, get how crowded the landscape is inherently. They, they completely understand that, uh, largely because they're – very involved in it and they see it and they understand that like, Hey, I'm, you know, it's, it's crazy. Cause like the, the water cooler conversations aren't even the same anymore where everybody would talk about, you know, what the big show was the night before. Now you get pockets of whether it's stranger things or something that HBO produced. Right. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, 
you don't have those common water cooler conversations about entertainment as much anymore uh, because because of how varied everybody's interests are. So our content creators get that. I think the the bigger challenge is, uh, I think, and I and this isn't my organization or, or any one organization. I think this is the entire uh, business landscape. Really, is uh, I, I think the word content has become overused, and and they're not looking at how hard it is to get content to perform, and mm-hmm. so. That part of it, understanding just how crowded the landscape is and that it's not going to get seen just because we did it is, is really what, when I was saying there's a mindset shift, that's what we're trying to get everybody to understand is like this, there is a, I think we have to get really clear on the distinction between content, which means we are producing this uh, from an origin of audience interests versus advertising, which is really built with what are our needs in mind. And there are different places, there are different roles in different places to distribute both of those. But if you're going into something like a YouTube or you're going into Instagram or in some of these very crowded competitive content landscapes, if you're not starting with the the audience interests and more importantly, it's not just interest, it's insights and emotional and informational triggers. If that's not the starting point for your content creation process, you're already at a major, major competitive disadvantage because you're going up against so many content producers who are in this thing and participating like it's a street fight for attention. And if you're trying to deliver a message as when everybody else is trying to stop people and grab their attention, you're at a competitive disadvantage. Still need help in growing your marketing smarts? Contact us through our website, forthright-people.com. We can help you become a savvier marketer through coaching or training you and your team or doing the work on your behalf. Please also help us grow the podcast by rating and reviewing on your player of choice and sharing with at least one person. Now, go show off your marketing smarts.